0: Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Dana Buckler Show. My name is Dana, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Jason Waters. Jason, how are you, buddy? I am COVID-free. How are you I was about to say, <laughs> how are you feeling? I feel much better today. Okay, we're recording this on January 2nd, 2023. Yes. Uh, the movie's been out for more than two weeks, yes. Avatar, The Way of Water. And this yeah. was an episode that we had planned. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. We, yeah. Okay, so basically, and, and we're not going to spend too much time on this, everybody, because I know you're curious to hear our thoughts on this movie, but this is, this is the timetable. Okay, so this is the timetable of how this was supposed to happen. We've been looking forward to this for, uh, we've been, I mean, we've been talking about years. it. 14 years? Yeah, we've, we've definitely been talking about it. So I've got a calendar here in front of me. Okay. I just want to just go over the timetable when we were supposed to do this. Okay, so <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water was scheduled
1: for its worldwide release on Friday, December 16th. Now, I bought tickets. I want to say early November. Yep. For this on the fifteenth, a Thursday showing. But they do the Thursday previews. Yes. Okay. Now, because
0: of my work schedule, seeing the movie on the fifteenth with you, uh, just it, it just wasn't it wasn't right. it was a no go. Yep. So I bought tickets to see it on Sunday, December eighteenth. With us planning to record our review that, of the movie the on day.
1: Monday, December 19th. And I was going to see it at least one more time, Saturday or Sunday that weekend. So along comes, I think you told me you were COVID positive the day before
0: the 15th, <laughs> it was Wednesday, Wednesday
1: the 14th. We came back from Arizona um, for Sally's 40th birthday trip, and the next day on that Wednesday, getting in bed, and all of a sudden my feet feel like they're on fire, uh. and I went... There's no, I've never felt anything like that, and I've never, i would never tested positive for COVID ever before. I've had four people in my household COVID positive that I'm taking care of, and I don't test positive for it. I've gotten the vaccine, the boosters, like I'm good to go. The next morning, I woke up and t- took a test, and, I was, and just immediately it was positive, and I, was, and I went. <laughs> now, obviously,
0: when you sent me because you sent me a picture of your COVID positive test, yeah. I was like, well, fuck. Now, obviously the avatar review didn't matter. I my first question was, how are you feeling? My you family's
1: know. first question is, I can't believe you guys are pregnant again. <laughs> and I went, No, that's a COVID test. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, well, I don't
0: know how long with whatever strain of COVID you have, I don't know how long you're gonna be symptomatic. So I'm I'm you know, your health is number one. Sure. But number two, obviously, was keep me updated. On when you're going to see this movie, there's no timetable, there's no rush. I'm figuring if you test it positive on the 14th, at the very latest, five days later, on the 18th, you would be be good to go. And we're going to see the movie together. We're going to go see it in IMAX together. Yep. Um, Well, you you kept testing positive each day. (laughs) Damn virus. You reminded me that our local Regal, which has an IMAX, had a nine a.m. showing on Friday the sixteenth. Yep, and I I just well, I'm, I'm going to go see it. So yeah. I went and saw it Friday the sixteenth, nine a.m. Um, half an hour, half an hour of trailers. Yeah, it was packed with those. I looked at my watch. I expect twenty minutes tops. When the twentieth century logo came on screen, I looked at my watch and it was nine thirty one. At for a nine a.m. showing, I was like, yeah. so interestingly enough. The two other times that I went to go see the movie, I I took that time factor into play. So so everyone's looking at me like, oh, look at this guy showing up late. I'm coming in
1: right at the end of yeah. – I think it was um, Ant-Man was yeah. the last trailer. Well, I remember waiting I, – I was waiting for you to text me like, hey, you just got out. And it was like 12 o'clock, 1230, yeah. like 105. I'm like, Dana, what the fuck? Where, what are you doing?
0: So – when, tell me again. The, looking at the timetable, when did you actually see the movie the first time?
1: I saw it on the twenty fourth. Okay,
0: so you so saw Christmas it on, Eve. Saw, you saw it on Christmas Eve. All right. Yeah. So you seen it on the twenty fourth. By the way, I just want to let you know. Like, like I text him some some broad thoughts I had on the movie, some some instant out of the theater reactions. But we have not shared our thoughts nope. on the movie yet. We haven't talked about it. But so obviously, you're. Good to go on Christmas Eve. Yes. My place of work is closed the 25th, the 26th, 27th. We are recording on December 26th. It is going to happen.
1: Yes. All right. Absolutely. By this point. Guaranteed nothing is, you know, that can't stop me now. Just playing in the background. I've seen the movie three times by this point. Okay.
0: I'm ready to go. I'm ready to talk about this film. I go to a Christmas get together (laughs) on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day. It is literally like 7 o'clock, and we know our bodies well enough to know. And I just said, I'm getting sick. I was like, oh, no. And I looked at everybody there. I said, I'm sorry, guys. I got to go. I'm starting to feel a little under the weather. I woke up Tuesday, uh, Monday morning, and I, I was pretty sure I had COVID because everybody else did. And you know, I didn't test. I tested negative the few times I took the at-home tests. And I felt really, like, lousy yeah. all day Monday, all day Tuesday. And these were, you know, not only were we going to record our episode on this, but we were, I was going to go see Babylon. I was going to oh, go yeah. see put the new Puss in Boots movie, because everyone's telling me that movie's fantastic. And then, uh, so I'm texting you, like, hey, man, listen. Uh, <laughs> we got to put it off again. We're, we're going to have to push it back another week. <laughs> Which so. I
1: felt, I mean, I, I felt actually kind of good. I was like, oh, thank God, because I pushed it off for two weeks in a row. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> finally. He's sick again. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> not but just me.
1: That Wednesday, I felt perfectly back to normal.
0: Yeah. So, here we are. All right. Avatar: The Way of Water. James Cameron's eighth movie. I don't count Piranha to the Spawning Come as on. one of his films. So,. Uh, He literally was on set for two days before they fired him. So so this is his eighth movie in nearly 40 years. Every single James Cameron movie for me has always been an event. Yes. I mean, looking at the timetable, 84 Terminator, 86 Aliens, 89 The Abyss, 91 Terminator 2, 94 True Lies, 97 Titanic, 12-year gap, Avatar 2009, and then 2022 Avatar The Way of Water. But here's the th- interesting thing, okay? Before we give our initial thoughts on the movie is I like Avatar, the original one. But if I was forced to rank my favorite James Cameron movies, mm, that'd be tough. Yeah. That would be number 7. That was 7 yeah. that, uh, of the 7 movies he made by that time. And by the way, a Last Place James Cameron movie is still <laughs> 99% right. better than anything that's ever come Absolutely, out. So, yeah. I mean, that just, just speaks to how, uh, how much I just, you know, I'm just a fan of his work. I'm a fan of what he does. He's a one of a kind filmmaker. Yes. But I'll be the first to admit that when I saw the original Avatar in 2009 and I saw the IMAX 3D, the way it was supposed to be, you know, seen uh, for a movie that had a two hour and 40 minute runtime, I thought there were portions of that movie that really kind of dragged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even the first time I was watching it, I saw it a couple times in the theater and then never really had like that yearning to revisit the movie. So what was your, your thoughts on the original Avatar?
1: So I, I saw the original in the theater, same thing, IMAX 3D. Um, I saw the IMAX 3D once and then I saw it, um, again, like this one, it was very difficult to find it not in 3D. So I saw it twice in 3D in the theater, and I've probably seen it, maybe 10 times since then. Because I rewatch all my movies at least once a year. I was not a fan of the original because, like I've said it before, and I'm sure multiple people have, To me, it was Dances with Wolves. Yeah, and you've said this on the podcast before. Yeah. 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 Um, What he did in that original movie, the way he revolutionized the way films are made and the way CGI is – I mean, he set the bar at that point for CGI. And I absolutely respect that. The guy is a freaking wizard when it comes to what he does. But what? It, it was not, it was it was a six and a half, seven out of 10 for me.
0: It was, yeah, it was a five out of 10 <clears throat> for me on the James Cameron scale. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a tough one to So, get. and there's a, there's something that I want to constantly kind of be reminding myself and, and, and the listeners and everyone is that this is a CGI movie that involves real actors. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're talking, I'm talking broadly about <clears throat> both Avatar films. This is not a situation where it's animated nonsense like in uh you know whatever Marvel or DC film. Okay. Right. Yeah you you know your Steppenwolves or your mm-hmm. your whatever. Like it's 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 not even motion capture. James Cameron prefers we call it performance capture. Performance capture. I like that. Um so there's there's kind of, it's kind of like a hybrid in the sense that Yes, they're digitally altered, but those are real actors portraying all of the characters. And to me, that again, we see that a little bit. We saw that a little bit in um, the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, so Andy Circus, Andy Circus, you know. um, But like, I I knew they were going to make an Avatar movie, but like, I remember my excitement for the Top Gun movie when that that first trailer dropped in 2019. I was like. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> I just watched
1: that yesterday, and I am, doing the dishes and it's cooking, so good. I just it's so good, and and,
0: <laughs> and you know, by the time this episode, well, shortly after this episode comes out, we're going to be releasing our end of the year special, yeah. where I'm I'm sure that movie will will come up. Yes, absolutely. But throughout this 13 year gestation period, that is the development and production of Avatar: The Way of Water. There was no anticipation for me. There was like, huh. Eh, All right, well, if he ever makes this, he makes it, you know? Right. You know, I'm sure I'll see it. Yeah, I've
1: never missed a James Cameron movie before. I'm not going to start now. Well, and you start thinking, too, he's putting up his own money on this. Oh, yeah. It's like, how far down the rabbit hole is he going to go before he just goes, ah, you know what? Nobody wants to watch this. It's all... It's all superhero movies now. Yeah, I'm they, not going to be yeah. able to compete in this market. Yeah, and that that's a big question uh-huh. mark. Is because right. because the world we live in now is you know I don't want to g- if you don't if you can't make a billion dollars yeah, why yeah. make it why make it or so. or you spend your two hundred thousand dollars making it and we'll, we'll pony up a little bit but so when the first trailer dropped I think it was uh I think it
0: came out with the Doctor Strange movie I think the first mm. teaser trailer dropped and that thing dropped on YouTube you know a couple days later I remember watching it. <laughs> And, and the first time I watched the trailer for The Way of Water, it's on my phone. You know, <laughs> I'm like watching a YouTube, and on my phone, I'm like, huh, well, I, you know, huh. <laughs> it's, it, admittedly, that trailer wasn't very exciting. It no. was visually stunning. It was, stunning. A, teaser. It was yeah. a teaser. And then the yeah. main trailers come out, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. All right, cool, cool. I'm I'm going to see it. And then the runtime gets announced. Ooh. Three hours and 10 minutes Three long. Ten. Yeah. Half an hour longer than the original. And remember... Going back to my, you know, initial gripes with the original film was that eh, part of that dragged a little bit. Didn't matter. I was going to see the movie. So when I text you after seeing the movie the Friday it came out, yep. I don't have the text in front of me. <laughs> but I said something to the words of, I have never left a theater speechless before. Yes. So uh, initial thoughts on Avatar The Way of Water is for me is it was and this hold it tr- this held true the two other times i saw it visually the most incredible movie i've ever seen in my life visually speaking oh yeah i would definitely agree visually speaking um and seeing it a second and a third time you knowing where the story's going the story beats and all that stuff i really got to i don't want to say get critical but really got to look at everything that was going on in every shot and everything is perfect in that movie. The attention to detail, which we've come to completely under expect oh. from James Cameron, is there. So, I have no idea <laughs> what you thought about this movie. All I know is <laughs> you weren't a fan of the first one. So, Jason Waters, <laughs> after two and a half weeks of me waiting, because we have not discussed how we feel
1: about this film. Nope. How did you like Avatar The Way of Water? So, um, much like you... I thought that the way it was presented was just, it was visually stunning. I absolutely hate 3D movies because you always lose the background in them. And I didn't like that about this is that I kept looking at the, you know, the characters front and center. The background was blurred. And I would say 70 to 80% of the shots, which I, never a fan of. I thought that what James Cameron did to push filmmaking forward in this movie was Herculean. I think this this movie alone could stand as his benchmark, as, as film's benchmark of what a movie should be like. So there's, I mean, there's certain things
0: that I just want to keep bringing up and I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but I don't think I even truly appreciated this movie. And look, I'm just going to say, like, I loved this movie. Like, I loved it. Um, But, you know, after I saw the film, I didn't want to do any of these behind-the-scenes featurettes until I actually saw the movie. Right. I didn't want to see how the sausage was made. You know, I wanted to just embrace the movie. And it didn't even, like, occur to me that most of the underwater, you know, stuff that is in this film was really filmed underwater. Like all those actors were really underwater in motion capture suits because it was like, you know, we're not going to animate someone underwater. We're going to put the actors in there. That's great. And like, to me, that is a, like, we live in a world where you could just very easily CGI them underwater, but Cameron put them underwater. Yeah. And
1: it just shows. It could just, it just, again. All right. So to go back to my original point though, I am not a fan of this film. Really? Really? Okay. Because you were going on just a I, second ago yeah. about, you know, on a visual
0: level. And on, a, all
1: the- on a visual, on a technical, on an overall level, demand deserves every award. I mean, like if, if they were to give him best picture of the year this year, I wouldn't complain. Right. Because of what he did in the industry. It is unparalleled. He is a pioneer and he deserves Every accolade we could give him. However, for me, where it fell short was the story. Okay. I was, I was there for the ride no matter what. And I did my best on the first viewing to not criticize it because you're, I mean, it's like eye candy. You're just, I mean, you might as well be watching, you know, the best thing that you could imagine on the screen. And that's what it was. The story just lags. And what I kept thinking was, Am I going to watch this yearly like I watch Avatar? Am I going to am I going to look at this 5 years from now and go I really want to rewatch that? I don't think so. Well, enough enough time hasn't gone by yet. Enough time so. hasn't gone by okay. yet, but on my second viewing at the theater, that's when I went, boy, we're we're lacking story here. That's interesting because I looked at it as I mean, we'll
0: get into spoilers for this movie. I mean, if, if, people, have, if, if people haven't seen this movie yet, they they don't want to at this point, right, yeah. you know, so we'll we just get into spoilers for the movie. So... You know, the film picks up, you know, 10, 11, 12 years after the events of the original Avatar. And there's a three or four minute exposition voiceover dump about, you know, hey, here we are. This is, you know, the human, the sky people have left. We're here. We kept a few people around. We have yep. kids now. We've got an adopted daughter from Sigourney Weaver's Avatar mysteriously gave birth. Which
1: I'm sure yeah. that'll resolve itself. Yeah.
0: They've got you've got uh, the 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 kid spider who, you know, (laughs) couldn't go through cryo because he was a baby and all stuff. And I thought that was it. That was interesting. Everything. So, you know, life's good. You know, on Avatar. Everything I mean yeah. on Pandora. Life is good. It's great. Okay. they the kids are good. You know, I love that scene where they do like the family photo. I thought that was <laughs> and the way their eyes are like <laughs> yeah. polarized. I'm like, that's not even something <laughs> that happens anymore in phone. Like our phones don't even do that when we take those pictures. But you know, and so, you know, you have uh you know, Jake and Natyria are, you know, they're on the little they're on their date night, you know, flying around on their dragons, having a good time. The sky people return. Now mm. now they don't want the un- unobtainium, which is
1: never even mentioned by name in this movie. Probably all right? because of – what was the other movie that had unobtainium in it? Uh, Avatar. <laughs> oh. God, what was it? What did the center of the earth? Um, I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. The um, Core. The Core. The Core.
0: Oh, that movie's horrible. <laughs> that was – okay, So, Let's so – <laughs> I just put that on about a year ago i was like uh, i gotta see what everyone's Stanley talking Tucci about and, and i'm yeah. like okay wait a second so it that mo-
1: on a stadium.
0: that movie opens up with them landing a space shuttle in the la river and i'm like <laughs> what are we even doing like yep. this is this is so utterly ridiculous the first iteration of Actually, that may have come out after. When, I have to check. Oh, I think the core is like 2003. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it was right in that period of. Um, we're, okay. we're still, uh, we're still on the uh, uh, coat heels or coattails of uh, Independence Day. Yes, you know. So yeah. we're still making our disaster porn yeah. movies. They don't even. They don't me- mention that. They don't mention They're now, the sky people are back. The RDA company is back um, to colonize Pandora because Earth is Earth. dying. Yep. Earth's got to expiration date it's got an expiration date so we're we're doing this and then we find out that we find out that that miles uh kittrich you know the stephen lang okay they brought they managed i was like how how are they bringing him back and Uh, then they bring him back as an avatar you know they uploaded his conscience i thought that was all really cool i didn't i I did not appreciate i love they brought all his all his grunts back and they're all so you know he's got a bone to pick with sully you know, so like the first act of the movie is you know, Kittrich going after you know, going after Sully, you know his, by the way, his kids do get kidnapped multiple
1: times in the So movie. many and times. Even one point one oh of them goes like my. again, I'm strapped to that's this thing what, again. That, that's yeah, literally I'm I'm back to Jack handcuffed in the Titanic. (laughs) Exactly. So, oh, oh yeah. I believe that was your text to me. Yeah. I just finished Titanic 2. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, spoiler alert, the last half of this movie is them getting off of a sinking ship. That's right. Which, I mean, really? It's so... He had so
0: much fun doing I mean, that one. He had, he had no he, choice. Yeah, so, lean on what you know. But, yeah, yeah um, listen. A writer, a writer writes what they know. You know? Uh, so, you know, you've got Jake, you know, him and his, his Na'vi people are, you know, they're doing guerrilla attacks on the RDA company, the, the train derailment, and all this and stuff. And that's what I wanted to keep seeing. Yeah.
1: That's, that's what I was interested in. Where this movie was supposed to go was... All right, we all we all knew the sky people would be back. Yes, if they, if the Navi didn't realize the sky people would be back, then shame on them. You should have been planning on that because you're one of you was human and should know what humans are going to do. They're not going to give up. They're going to regroup and come back. And they they come back and you force, don't even need to too. see a, a regular movie to know that it's coming. So uh, after a first act that
0: sees you know uh, Jake and Natiri's kids <clears> get <throat> uh, you know captured. By, you know, the bad blue people, <laughs> you know, Jake convinces Nateri that it's time for the sake of their tribe, for the sake of, you know, the forest people, if you will, yep. they need to leave. And this this is an hour into the movie before we even get to yes. the way of water. Yes, You know, we're, we're, you know, and, and then so then it's like first act's over. We're going to get on our, our banshees and fly away and then we're going to go discover, you know. Yeah, the, uh, the, the new
1: people, <laughs> and that took so long. Like I, and this is where this is where I, I I feel like I'm complaining for no reason, because they meet the water people. I forget whatever tribe they are. You know what's going to happen? It's going to be the no. If you come here, then they're going to come after us. And no, this is not who we are. And then you got the kids fighting. You got the the tension between the families. Yeah. But it's visually stunning. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I'm watching it just going, there's no story here whatsoever. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. I predicted the end. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is, well, this is how it's going to end. Interesting. And I still loved, I mean, I still loved watching it. Yeah. It's an experience that it has to be, that the, I think is going to once- it comes out on home video, or I can't even call it home video anymore. Streaming, it's going to be lost, and I think the numbers are going to show that it will be. I hate to say it, it will be. Hey, remember
0: when that movie came out? Yeah. Oh, you know we can watch it right now, but why? I've been I've been be, I've been beating the drum of yeah. go if you're not going to see this movie in IMAX 3D, don't bother seeing it. Yeah. I okay. mean that's I mean, and I'm not trying to discourage people from seeing what I think is a really good movie. Like yeah. I was. I was really into the story.
1: I was into all of it. Well, and I, I I saw it with my twelve year old and my nine year old. What well, were their reactions? So both of them had never seen a three D movie because when was the last time a three D movie came out?
0: I mean, Force Awakens. That was seven, eight years ago.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't a three D. Uh, mo- they had three D versions they had a 3D of version that movie, of it, but um, a movie specifically made for three D. I mean, it must have been. I mean, Spy Kids?
0: <laughs> Shark Boy versus Lava Girl? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. One of the Final Destination movies was in 3D. Yes, it yes, was. Yes. The um, Final, Final, Final Destination Part 4, 3D. And oh. there was three more after that. Yeah, there's there's at least five more. Coming. I think a couple of the Saw movies were in 3D. <laughs> were they? Oh, one of the Texas Chainsaw Master oh, yes, movies was. was
1: in 3D. Um, None I've, of those, by the way, I saw in 3D. Yeah, or my five-year-old kids saw. Um. So they loved it. Okay. My My daughter who had, she really had not seen the original in, in quite a while. My son had, both of them thought it was, they thought it was fantastic. Yeah. But I mean, it's when you're immersed in that experience, I mean, you've got your, you've got your glasses on, you're in your own world, in your own head. That's all that matters is what's in, directly in front of you. And the, James Cameron just delivers on it.
0: it. It cannot be understated for those listening that haven't seen the film that, there is a massive difference between like for example after avatar came out the 3d boom was back mm-hmm. except yeah. oh. very few movies were actually filmed with 3d cameras in fact in the post avatar world i believe transformers dark of the moon which was the third transformers they used 3d cameras hmm. for that film but it it's very expensive to shoot a movie oh, in yeah. 3d that being said there was everything was being released in 3D everything but they were doing what's known as a post conversion 3D is where they take the movie and then through some computer fuckery you know <laughs> give it depth yeah. you know like it's but the avatar the original one is filmed with IMAX 3D cameras Cameron invents brand new cameras he has a partnership with Sony and he tells Sony hey <clears throat> this is what I need yeah it doesn't exist but this is what I need. And Sony gives him the these prototypes that he uses to film the new Avatar movie. So it goes with, like I said, if you haven't seen the movie, this is not gimmicky 3D. No, it's not. This is 3 This is not like knives flying at your no. face and like, oh, God, I, you know. But there were there were some interesting you say that because so I'm sitting in the twosies watching this movie packed movie theater the three times I saw it. Yeah. Um, At one point, early on in the movie, when the kids are just going through the forest, those little things that float, the little white things that float, uh, you know, kind of look like dandelion, you know. A few of those were floating around. Well, a gentleman sitting three or four rows down from me got up, I'm presuming to go use the restroom. But when he stood up, that object was still floating in front of my face. Oh, really? And I could see him clearly in front of that object. That's like, why like, So the object was between me, that gentleman. I mean, it was in the middle, and I was just like, "That is, how are we even doing this, <laughs> <You> witch?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Son of a bitch, like, you, how are you doing this?" Yeah. Um, and then it goes, goes. Also, needs to be pointed out that this was the first, in my opinion, successful use of high frame rate. Yes, I've seen some other High Hobbit movies and high frame rate, and they look like they don't look good.
1: Yeah. This look. This was, I mean, the best word I could use to describe it was just rich. Yeah. It it filled the screen in a way that made you feel like it was just packed in there. There wasn't a pixel out of place. It was, I mean, it was just remarkable. It
0: needs to be also said that Cameron was on no timetable to complete this movie. No. The way he works is when it's done. It's done. I don't care how long it takes. This thing's going to be perfect. Visually perfect. Well, All right. He should have spent some of those 13 he, years working on the story. He, listen, he wrote the original one by himself. He had writers on this one. There are story credits, okay? Story by James Cameron, Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, Josh Freeman, and Shane uh, Solarno. So he had multiple people working on this. Now, when we look at the story
1: credits... This is where you, you cannot create a movie like this by committee. This is like building a church. You so, can't do that. Interestingly enough, I'm looking up
0: uh, Josh Friedman, for example. I Friedman. I don't know him. That's the first time I've seen his name. But I'm going on Wikipedia here, and I'm looking at his story credits. Okay? So his story credits. Now, he's, he's written a couple screenplays, but the actual story credits are 96, Chain Reaction, Keanu Reeves, Morgan Freeman, you remember that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Was the, what was that? The the um, big motorcycles chase scene. I oh, don't know the nuclear fission. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the yeah. movie. Uh, then we're going to go to 2005 War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. okay. 2006, he wrote the screenplay for this and gets the story credit. The Black Dahlia. Well, I mean Brian De Palma film. Okay, based on. He's going to take a 13-year break, and he is going to come back with a story credit for 2019's Terminator, Dark Fate. So ah. that is clearly how he got on Cameron's radar. Cameron actually has a story credit uh, on that film in that movie. Listen, James Cameron, I love you. I, 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 I've read your biography. I just got your new book. All right. I'm, I'm a fan. All right. That might be the worst Terminator movie of the whole lot. <laughs> I don't know. Genesis was pretty bad. I I think Genesis is I m- m- I don't I think Genesis is a lot funner to
1: it has a lot more fun to watch than Dark Fate. Uh, I didn't mind Dark Fate as much. I definitely did not like Salvation. You had you had Dark Fate had 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 elder an
0: elderly Terminator. I know. Arnold. Go, we've got what to go. a curtain maker? <laughs> we have got to save Sarah Connor. But first, it's we have to go for early bird at Bob Evans. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for my Medicare Part B card. <laughs> the Viagra arrives tomorrow. We can't leave yet. So then he has. So he has a story credit for Avatar: The Way of Water. Avatar three, Avatar four, and Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. So, oh, and a untitled Star Trek film. Mm. So, I mean, Cameron brought some people on, you know. Yeah, and but then looked, thats looked, not a good thing. Well, looking at the looking at the other writer, his writing credits include his right Oh, so now hit now. Listen to his writing credits. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. All right. So this is. Let me see here. I'll do some editing here. This is Shane Salarno. Okay. So this is an, another writer on Avatar, The Way of Water. And his writing credits go back a little further. Okay. So we have a writer. He was a writer on NYPD Blue. Hmm. New York Undercover. Okay. 1997 Breakdown. Oh. 1998 Armageddon. Ooh. Uh, okay. All right. This is where things take a little. Okay. <laughs> 2004, Alien versus Predator. Ooh. 2007, Ghost Rider and Alien versus Predator Requiem. Requiem. Uh, 2010, 2011. He's a writer and a consultant on Hawaii Five O. Uh-huh. He then goes on to write Savages. That's that's the uh, Oliver Stone movie. Yeah, that, that was that was a good movie actually. I was pretty surprised how much. Uh, he wrote the Comey Rule. Uh, the uh, made for TV showtime about James Comey. You know. The guy, oh, I think it's, I think it's, uh, Brendan Gleeson. I think plays Trump in that. Have Does you he? seen that? Nah. Oh, he's so good. Literally. I mean, Brendan he, Gleeson, Trump. He's wow. so good as, in that role. Like he huh. really, he nails it. He nails it. Uh, and then he's got Avatar: Way of Water writing. So, I mean, he brought writers on. Maybe, uh. maybe for you, maybe not the
1: right writers. So these are action writers. What you, what you needed to bring on were people who can understand. This is now, this is now a trilogy. Oh, at, at least at minimum. At a, at a minimum. This is a continuing series where you've got to build the story from what it was to what it is eventually going to be. And they kind of did that with the – what was Sigourney Weaver's daughter? I forget her name in this, but – Kiri. Kiri. They sort of you – know, they they laid the seeds for some you know future – and by the way, groundwork, but
0: easily my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. I th- I th- I, it was interesting because I, again, I didn't want to see how this movie was made until after I saw it. Yeah. So realizing that that Kiri is actually Sigourney Weaver. In the performance capture suits for the entire time, yeah, pretending to be like a fourteen-year-old, I and you can tell her yeah. voice was in that. Oh yeah, no, they've they've definitely modified her voice a little bit. Yeah, but she was like easily my favorite character, but, and, I mean, and, and the Space Whale,
1: and yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it was Free Willy it's, it's, Four. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but what I, I mean, what I eventually assumed was at the end of Avatar that this was going to be when they were when Sigourney Weaver's character was dying mm-hmm. and they were trying to bring her back that her avatar got impregnated by the tree of life the tree of life. I yeah. mean, so I'm assuming that's the direction they're going to go, well, but the, the kids actually uh, think that she might've hooked up,
0: but the, they think okay, yeah. there's an actual, and this is an interesting question. Okay. Because they're literally the kids bring up, you know, who's your, who's your, who's your daddy. Who's your daddy. <laughs> and there all of a sudden there's this question of when the humans are in their avatars, are they getting Can a little bang, freaky? Bang, bang, yeah. Are they, are they? Are they? Are they testing out this, these suits to their full capacity? Right. So, yeah. so I like the <clears throat> fact that that movie that that question is kind of open ended. I'm literally in the theater going, "Well, I mean, I, I suppose they might try to do that." You know. Yeah.
1: No, I just I, I what I was upset at is this was 13 years later, and you're going to put a visually stunning masterpiece on the screen, and you spend all this time on what you're going to see and not all the time on what you're going to feel. Right. And I just felt like that was – it was a major letdown, that the story itself was just so lacking. It was 30 minutes too long. Now, granted, if you had played this for another two hours, I would have loved to sat there and watch this. Like, he could have done this for 10 hours and I would have happily – Paid for it. I never felt the runtime at all in this movie. The which only is reason I felt it is because I kept going like, "Oh my god, they're handcuffed to the ship again!" <laughs> Stop getting handcuffed to the ship. Like,
0: mm. like I got I got all in on this thing because yeah. like the first time the kids go underwater when they're when oh they're, my
1: god it's 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 fantastic. I, I was
0: literally tearing up. Like I was overwhelmed by yeah. like. How visually stunning that was. And, and again, will this will not translate when somebody no, decides to no. watch this on their iPad when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Oh, not even, you know, not even remotely. Like it's, uh, I'm very curious because uh, I have a friend of mine, and she was supposed to see the movie last week, but she also got sick. Everybody's <laughs> getting sick. Um, she was actually supposed to see it today, and remind me when we're done, because she was going to see it in 2D. She was going to go with her parents. It was kind of like a Christmas thing. And I guess her parents are a little bit older and didn't think they could handle the 3D. And I'm just like begging her. Yeah. I'll buy the tickets for you and your family. You've got to
1: see this in IMAX 3D. But I'm going to reach out to her and see if she actually saw the movie. Well, the the, the best explanation I gave someone, they're like, you know, because I was trying to explain how what it's like watching this. I'm like, it is the it is like trying to explain to someone what it's like having kids. Oh wow! Wow! Like you, can, you can say, "Oh, you have got you know, you gotta take care of them, you gotta feed them, you gotta do all this stuff." But until you have kids and you understand exactly what that's like, that's what this is. Until you see this in the proper format, you are not prepared to understand what James Cameron did here.
0: Yeah. No. So, uh, my friend Amon, who, um, who actually, he texted me last night. Um, he had texted me a picture inside. This is over in Dublin, Ireland. He, he texted me a picture inside the IMAX theater and uh, what I respect the hell about out of him. I mean, I respect the hell out of him because he, he is very blunt and very honest when he doesn't (laughs) like something he's not afraid and he's not afraid to call me out on it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, uh, he, he texts me late last night, Mm name and I apologize for not text, but he just texts, he goes, that movie was absolutely phenomenal. I could see Zoe uh, uh, Zoe Zaldana, uh killing motherfuckers left and right. Oh yeah, I could watch that all day long. Yeah, um, that's a one thing. She's relegated to a, 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 not even I wouldn't not even a
1: supporting character. She's not in this movie very much, very little. In the way that Sully deals with his children, too. I mean, I had that was another story issue that I had is he's going, he's got a. Walk this line between leader of the resistance and father to, you know, the kids who are going to take over the resistance. And it's, it's difficult. And I I don't think they navigated that very well here. All you story writers. (laughs) I am, you know, I'm, I'm still giving this movie the strongest
0: of recommendations.
1: Oh, I would absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would say. It is a 10 out of 10 for seeing it in theaters. If you're going to watch this at home, it's a it's a six and a half out of 10 for me. I am okay with
0: a simple story premise. Some of the best movies ever made kind of have a simple story premise. Jurassic Park is about di- what happens when you create dinosaurs for an amusement park and shit goes wrong. Pretty yeah. simple. Jaws pretty simple storyline all right even the first star wars a hero's journey pretty simple so i'm okay with this movie having a a relative i think i i I disagree i mean obviously we disagree a little bit on this one but i think this movie has a pretty compelling story um and i think it sets up a third movie with a lot of really like i can't wait to see how this plays out yeah and the thing about Avatar 3 which on paper should come out in December of 2024. I mean, it's done They filmed both of these movies at the same time, but I'm just I'm I'm actually sitting there going I Really can't wait to see where this goes like I don't know where this story is gonna go I have no idea and I know but I also know I'm gonna see something. I've never seen before that's that's really in a third movie
1: And I kept I kept asking myself as I was watching Actually, it took the second time watching it just going does what's on screen right now move the plot forward? And most of the time, it didn't. And I just kept going, it is it is beautiful. It's stunning. I love what I'm seeing, but okay. you, could, you could cut an hour off of that.
0: I don't know where you cut an
1: hour off, but that's... <laughs> okay, listen, that's that's just me. You could cut an hour. I mean, I would, you could add... Like I was saying, you could add six hours, and I would still sit there and pay for it. This movie is... And
0: there is, let's let's make no mistake about it, like the Rotten Tomatoes on this is, what, in the 70s? Uh, So it's 77 with the critics right now and 92 with the audience score. I mean, so this thing is getting mixed, Uh, you know, for the critics is getting mixed reviews. There are some, there are some, you know, um, online, you know, you know, movie reviewers on YouTube that I follow pretty, pretty faithfully and appreciate their opinions on film and, most of them were super positive about this movie for the same reason that that you and I are because for the, for the visual aspect of it. Yeah. Um, But I remember one reviewer in particular, I was like, Oh, I know he's going to love this film. He's going to love it. And he was just like, this was a slog to get through. It was pointless. It was just as pointless as the first one. (laughs) And I'm just going, Ooh, so here's a fun thing. Okay. So after I text you that I left speechless, I've never seen, never had an experience like that in the movie theater. I promptly went home and fired up the original Avatar. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Has the technology come a long way? Because that movie looks rudimentary. It looks like the Crudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 shocking. Yeah. So here's what I think. Okay. I suspect that Cameron might George Lucas the original Avatar. No. Okay. Don't you dare. I suspect that he will. There will be a special theatrical version of this film in a couple of years to coincide with the release of the third film that will be high frame rate, because it wasn't high frame rate. Well, let me ask you this. Has he done that before? Like, he hasn't gone back into that on T2 or No, no. I mean, there was a Terminator 3D, remember? T2, 3D came out like four or five years ago. It was a post-converted thing. I went and saw it in the theater. It was awful to watch. (laughs) I don't think he had anything to do with it, because at that, no, he didn't, because he didn't have the rights to the movie.
1: Okay, yeah. But if he hasn't gone back and redone his previous ones, then fingers crossed he's not going to do that now.
0: I can see a scenario in which the second Avatar looks so amazing. Clearly, the third one's going to look amazing that the first one. It's a noticeable step down, which is obvious because well, of the it's technology yeah, yeah, is f-
1: f- you know. now what, fourteen years ago.
0: But there's got to be a way that he can go in there and at least high frame rate the thing and, and I just I look like, I tech computers can do some amazing Here's things. Here's the now.
1: problem though, and this is what happens when these creative geniuses they can go in and with the best of intentions, oh well, we'll just you know, we'll up the frame rate. Then they'll go, Well, you know what? We need a new director's cut based on the second one. Oh, you know what? Let's go ahead and – yeah, we could just go ahead and update this. Just leave it alone. There, Don't it, touch it. There is a three-hour version of Avatar. There is a
0: director's cut of Avatar. I've seen it. I really? Mean, it opens up with uh, – we- it, it's because um, it comes All in at like two hours and 58 minutes long. So it's like 20 minutes longer than the original. And a lot of it is the, the, uh, the beginning of the movie. You see Sully at a bar. Yeah, yeah. Like he's balancing a shot glass on his head, with, in you know, w- on his wheelchair, kind of going back and forth. And he picks a fight with somebody who's been abusing a girl, and you know, so there's a, there is a a different version of that movie floating oh, around. The, yeah, so that's the one I've got. It's the uh, extended collector's edition. Yes, yep, that's yeah. it. So, so I imagine we'll probably get that. We'll at least get that for Avatar 2. Yeah. So, okay. Before we wrap this up, I just want to say that. I don't want to say that it was worth the wait because there wasn't a lot of anticipation for me. <laughs> no. And going into the film, I I was set to be – I had set myself up to be not disappointed, but if this is going to be a chore like I thought the I found the first one to be to get through the first time, I said, you know, a half an hour longer, I'm going to be upset. I'm yeah. going to be disappointed. But I was not. I It,
1: it got me. The movie got me. Yeah. It, it, it truly did. No. Uh, I, and it did for me too. I mean, I think – Regardless of where this ends up for me after the, you know, third and fourth and fifth and twelfth one comes out, I will never forget the experience of watching this movie. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, it is going to be cemented in my brain for as long as I live.
0: You know, I know, we, I know we didn't get too much into the plot of the film, but um, I, I feel like uh, on, on the next episode that we're doing, which is our end of the year, we'll, I'm sure this film will come up at, at some point in the discussion. <laughs> but there was, like I said, and we got into a little bit of spoilers of this movie, but it's, it's almost too broad. <laughs> we need a couple hours to break the movie down. So yeah. I guess our, 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 our thoughts on the movie are, we both agree wholeheartedly that this is, One of the most visually stunning films ever made. Correct. As long as you see it the way it was meant to be seen.
1: Yes, absolutely. Pay the extra money. Yeah. See it in IMAX 3D. And
0: And I will say that 2022, there were now two movies that came out in 2022 that were some of the best experiences I've had in movie theaters in more than 10 years. You know, and, and and that obviously, obviously, the other one was Top Gun Maverick. Okay, so like where like, are is say nope? Right. <laughs> that movie's going to come up in our end of the year show. Uh, I was worried. All right. Okay, it's going to it's going to come up on that one. Yeah. Okay. So I I love the movie. I I bought in a hundred percent. I I was fine with the story elements of it. I'm curious yeah. to see how this film. It's got leads two off. thumbs up for me. Yeah, I mean, t- no, definitely, no definitely uh, the highest recommendation possible to see this film. Yes. So. All right. Good. Good. Good <laughs> first discussion. Do this again on Avatar 3. We will. Yeah. Yeah. Two years from now. We'll, we'll come years. back. We'll come back. Hopefully bookmark that. What what could possibly go wrong in this world? we live? <laughs> I'm in.
1: sure we'll be fine by then.
0: So. All right. Before we go, just a quick friendly reminder that Jason and I do have a uh, 10 episode miniseries that we're working on that's available on our Patreon. Uh, 101 movies from the 90s that you need to watch. We have recorded. We've posted two episodes of this recording. The third one will be out in a couple days from this recording. We're getting ready to do part four yep. later on today. It's been a lot of fun. so um, And it helps out the show. It helps us get uh, get this quality content out to you on a uh, on a more frequent basis. So, All right. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Dana Buckler Show. Um, on Instagram, at the Dana Buckler. Also on Instagram, at the Dana Buckler Show. You can email us, Show at gmail.com. And
1: do you give out your Twitter handle at all? Or I don't. I couldn't even tell you what it I is. Don't. Like I, if you and need Jason's to, on Twitter. If somewhere. you need to find me yeah. complaining about Cox Cable or <laughs> yeah. you know the lines at Lowe's, yeah, find me. I love it. All right, so Jason, thank you. Good conversation.
0: Yes. Thanks. All right, we both liked Avatar, and we'll leave it at that. There you go. All right, thanks everybody. <laughs>